first point of order, Alex is now in Duncan's body. So Alex would be the closest, and he probably has the best vantage. Um, I would like to say that in the immediacy of everything going on, um, I'd like to ask you, Cody, if there's anything that you'd like to, I would say just think about doing. I'm going... You don't, you, if you don't know what you want to do... Oh, no, I know exactly. I, I said the very last session, and I'm yeah. keeping my word, which is beeline it towards the wolf. Beeline it towards the wolf? Okay. All right. So there is debris in the way. There is a trailer that got smashed over. There's a generator that's on fire. Um, before I follow through yeah. on um, Alex's move, I want to pinpoint where everybody else is. Because right now we're gonna do this small thing where Willard is still technically here. Willard is going to be here. I'm just going to have him kind of use the help out action yeah. without dialogue. Um, and then as things go, as soon as the swap happens, he's gonna biff it. <laughs> no. no! <laughs> Poor choice of words. Poor choice of words. Where's uh, my phone? No, 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 he's not gonna die. That, uh, that being said, with Willard, I'm gonna have a, I think a soft, sharp for everyone else, just to kind of get a feel of the situation. Because it, how far everyone is, is gonna kind of affect what they can see and what they can hear. Oops, sorry. You good. I'm on You can roll for Luke if you want to. Um, Shiloh? Not, not really. Okay. Eight. Eight. Uh, I would like to try this one. I would like to re. Re. re? Yeah, redo what I was gonna do instead. Uh, okay. It's not a big change. Yeah, still, that's fine. Still, we could be like towards the, the wolf. Yeah. It's more trying to head towards Margaret instead, though. Okay. My apologies. That's totally okay. It's a, it's a bit of a confusing situation. Um. Uh, what did um. Michael, oh, uh, what did both of your characters yeah, get? I forgot. Michael, my sharp is plus one. Alicia's is minus one. Yeah. And that's a ten on the die, so... And there goes to a mixed or a... Okay, success. so we're gonna, we're gonna say it's, it's hard... Yeah, it's hard to see. And that one's a complete failure, yeah. regardless. Well, soft is soft. Um, you just don't um, yeah. see a lot. Um, which would make sense because if anyone's far away, it would be the group that was Willard, Maher, and Maher's sister Olivia, and Luke and Duncan, who are in the bodies of Alex and Alicia. Alicia, who's still not feeling well. So, Alicia still has the chance to kind of get an eye for the situation, which helps. She's also got rather good eyesight. Luke, you may want to get your eyes checked. <laughs> Actually, that's an interesting idea, too, that we might, I, I might have, uh, everyone's been in a different body so far, correct? Yeah. Um, yeah. roll another, say... roll another soft sharp. And this time, I'm gonna say roll it with your own stats. Okay, so, so I'm also, Six. so I'm also rolling? Yeah. Alright. Damn it. Alright, so ten. That's a, oh, so close. Nine. Nine? So, Luke got a ten, Duncan got a... Uh, I'm gonna have Duncan mark one experience, Maher mark one experience, um, and uh, Alex. I got 
the maximum of big success. Normal people, people that aren't or seem, people that seem entirely human, see things differently from you. When you had been put into other people's bodies, you realize that you can see things that people can't. Um, unfortunately, because these things tend to blend themselves in with reality, you really only had the time to notice that certain details of the world were missing when you were in Margaret's body. Uh, and now that you're in Duncan's body, uh, you can definitely uh, tell that um, while you can see magic, it isn't the same as what Alice can usually see. Um, interesting enough, but it messes with the perception a little bit. <laughs> Duncan and Maher are blind. Astigmatism runs in the family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stigmatized. I also have astigmatism. It runs in the family! I also have astigmatism. Welcome to the family. Thank you. What about you, Michael? <laughs> I don't know why, I but don't I'm going to come over and give you a hug. <laughs> Apparently, cars aren't supposed to look like shining lights with four bright, pointy stars coming out. I was of them. also confused when oh. someone told me that. I was like, what the, fuck, what the fuck do you see? And they're like, just the headlights. I'm like, what do you mean, just the headlights? They don't shine? Uh, they're not like fucking <laughs> Star Trek movie lens flare? Uh, do either of the other player characters um, need a rehashing on what happened at the end of the last session? No. Okay, then I want to know immediate reactions. You said you're just trying to get her away from the, the wolf. wolf. Yeah. Okay. You gotta get over some stuff. It's okay. It's okay. I'm gonna have good stamina right now. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're gonna have you make that roll, and then while you make that roll, and I decide what I'm gonna do with it, I'm gonna What's have everybody for? else react. What? What's the wolf? I want to make this a plus cool. This is definitely a plus cool. Then I'm going to try and roll for Alicia. To gain back control. Luke, what is your plus to cool? Zero. Cool. What's Duncan's? Minus one. Oh, well, maybe I can't do this. <laughs> okay, so that's a nine. So, I'm going to say um, on a nine... Alicia in Luke's body obviously has still that sense of feralness, but hasn't made any more large, dangerous movements, and may be receptive to whatever everyone wants to do in the next immediate action. Well, what I'm going to do is after that, I'm going to have her roll again. Four. Four. Mark and experience. Duncan has a minus one. Mark and experience. If I remember correctly, we're marking experiences on Duncan's You'll character Duncan. sheet. Okay, we'll figure that out in a second. Maybe we'll collab as people. Um, no. That being said... I'm uh, gonna get Duncan killed. Luke and Duncan, you're farther away. You can choose to do something if you think it'll have effectiveness in a range kind of setting. Or I will say I'll let one of you lend a help out if you want to hear what Maher probably wants to do. Um, I kind of want to hear what Maher wants to do first. Fair. Okay. All right. So we're going to hold off on that Maher. Uh, big paw, big crunch. Um, there was the, the clasping of hands and kind of the shifting over of what was definitely prob probably some, some magic fuckery. Unfortunately, you don't have Duncan's special eyes. They can't see it. But the switch over is a little bit overshadowed by the fact that she's up and then she's fucking down. Uh, oh, but you said she's supine. <laughs> yeah, technically. Well, you don't you don't quite know logically because of the way she was hit. Probably is supine, 
Um, but uh, Doug just learned that word yesterday. Um, you know what it means, by No. Hmm. It means laying face down. Mm. No, face up. Face up. Oh, then no. Most likely prone. Anywho, I'm looking for a fire extinguisher. Okay, all right. For the fire. For the fire, okay. And maybe I can squirt it in the wolf's eyes if I need to. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> roll me cool. With mine or Willard's? Willard's is plus two. Plus two, then. I think. I don't think it is. Yeah, plus I was one. Say. You have a hit machine, though, right? I do have a hit machine. I don't know! Okay. So Willard's is a plus two. So seven. So seven. Fucking told you. Seven to your goal was to find a fire extinguisher and use it. Yeah, on the fire. Okay, mixed success is still a success. But you know, it's weekend, I have a price to pay, or fucking another thing. What? Weekend? Weekend. Oh weekend. Okay. Um okay. Luke and Duncan. Yes. Uh what are you doing? Probably would be best to divert people away from the situation. Okay. I don't know how I would do that, though. (laughs) Hmm. Well, it probably helps that um, there are people already trying to get a hold of the situation, but it has made things a little bit chaotic. I wonder... Well, people are already in a panic. I was going to say, can I have um, a little bit of help with this? Yeah. Michael wants his characters to potentially either create a diversion or try to uh, manage the situation in terms of crowd. So. I mean, is there the fire alarm? Fire alarm, thank you. <laughs> I imagine it'd be, there'd be a fire alarm somewhere, honestly. It's outside. But I, I was about to say, I don't think it's outside, though. You know what you can do? Call mm. your union rep. <laughs> so, you keep okay? this on the down low. Because that's what I'm trying to do, by the way. That's why I'm putting out the fire. I want to attract as little attention as possible because we have a big fucking werewolf. That's kind of why I wanted to mitigate the crowd. You know, you... Um, set fire to one of the, the set buildings. Alicia and Alex have a very particular set of strange kind of reality-bending magical abilities. They don't use them often. But if there was ever a situation for that to occur, this would be one of those situations if what you want is an illusion. Yeah. That, that makes most sense right now. So, with the way fey magic works, it may in fact be better to just, if you want big, I'd say have both Alicia and Alex's body try and cast it. Especially since this, these are um, uh, magics that you, you aren't used to. But what this is doing is this is like, this situation needs to be hidden. We need to hide this um, as best as possible. Uh, it sounds like focusing itself in on the wolf. So with uh, Alicia's plus two to weird and Alex's plus three to weird, uh, both of you roll me use magic. Mm-hmm. This says Luke. So that's plus two. Plus three is nine. Two mixed successes. Two mixed successes. Okay, we've got a mixed success. We've got a mixed success and we've got a failure. Um, Alicia also has a mixed success. 
which has put her in a state of essentially stasis for right now. So I'm going to start bringing in other NPCs. Alex, what do you think is the worst possible uh, outcome of this scenario, given everything that's going on? Oh, well, for starters, the most obvious one Mm -hmm. is just flat out hope. At least he killed Margaret. That is the worst thing. That is the worst thing. That's Um, a little heavy for one experience. I know. That would be at least two. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Um, I will say, to resolve Um, other things really quickly, um, we'll figure out the use magic in a second, probably after these two. Maher, uh, mixed success is still a success, and you are still able to find the fire extinguisher. There's two bigger problems. One, which is this fire is uh, much, much harder to deal with than just one fire extinguisher can get to. And two, someone else is going to be able to get in and intervene right around where Alex is before you can actually get there. Good in the sense of this will at least be someone that can help grab uh, Margaret. Um, Probably better who it is. It, it, they're they're faster is the biggest thing. It's Callahan. Damn it. Um, <laughs> that would be cool if it was. No, I have a feeling it's Yvonne. Um, Cody. Oh, baby, come it's on. not just easy. It's not easy to pick something that can happen. Because there's a lot that can happen. Um, and I tend to prefer my experiences be hard-earned. So we're going to try and combine this with the mixed success of both uh, Luke and Duncan's use fate magic. Um, you two wanted to obscure the wolf. You're going to do that. In the sense of your goal is to divert public attention. And... And even though this is a mixed success, I will give you this. We're going to do a little bit of uh, dimensional shifting. Because this is, without saying the words of dimensional shifting, this is kind of what you're doing. Um, Because people think they saw a giant animal. And then they're going to realize that, oh, it was an animal, but it was just a regular wild animal. You know, it's not the size of a... Maybe not a small car, but pretty fucking large. Uh, Maybe something more local to the region. So, it is a giant animal. There was a generator fire. Everything else. That's going to kind of come in later. Knowing what you know about magic. Yeah. Do you want the effect to be done on yourself? Or would you like uh, something to happen to Alicia? Me. Okay. (laughs) That's a good. That's a good first question. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Family feud. Good answer. Good answer. Oh. Hmm. 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 Actually. Oh fuck. Alex. Yo. Are you holding the trinket? I believe that I have that, don't I? I'm not gonna break it. You are okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain this, and I'm gonna explain it in a way that everyone else is going to be able to see this too, uh, including Alicia, as she is in somewhat of a right mind right now, at least enough to ascribe memories, because um, this wolf is everybody that knows knows what they were looking at. It looks a little bit less intimidating now, and that makes the bigger problem the generator with the fire. Actually, I still think it's Luke. 
actually just think Luke has something really wrong with him right now. Yeah. Well, whoever was in Luke's body. Yes, whoever was in Luke's body. Well, I'm not aware of the big switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something really wrong with Luke. Yeah. Um. Or, or would it be Duncan in this case? Duncan. Something's wrong with Duncan. You, Alex, mm-hmm. are... You're, you're watching everything happening, and then you feel a disconnect. Uh, kind of like if someone were to take the audio cable out of the TV, but leave everything else in. Because it's almost I, as though everything, everything cuts out. Um, you can still see, but you see from a perspective that is slightly... I don't want to say tilted, but it's, it's off kilter with what you were just looking at. Um, and um, if Duncan were the one looking right now, Duncan would be able to see this. So it is instead Alex that sees it as your point of vision is thrust backwards. You are sent several hundred feet, but there is no wind resistance when you move. You can see uh, once everything starts to slow down but you feel this rushing sort of, uh, this whoosh as several things go past you and you realize you are going through things. Um, no one else can see this, although um, I would say uh, Luke and Duncan, you can kind of feel that um, you put this kind of magic out there to make the wolf look something like what it wasn't and didn't account for the idea that within phase spaces, despite the difference in time dilation and reality and moving and opening up spaces that shouldn't be there, everything has to go somewhere. And since I wasn't accounted for, something had to be removed. Um, so that magic goes in, it does what it needs to do, and then there is a form that Dun- peels itself off of Duncan and is thwa- like thrust throttle um out of the set you dumb bitch you threw me away um and then what everybody else sees is uh alicia has still managed to stay because it's only been a couple seconds alicia still managed to stay calm um but she's going to have to roll again and i'm going to have to use uh another set of dice i'll use the same one so alicia plus cool hmm not, not good. Great. She can use one of his luck points. <laughs> I could use one of his luck points if I really wanted to. What's uh, what's Luke's plus for cool? Not good. Zero. Zero. Uh, mark uh, one experience on Luke's character sheet, and then I'm going to roll again. Oh, even worse. Okay. All right. Not good. So this is what this is gonna look like. Mm, um, uh, Maher, you're going to be able to notice almost immediately that something's wrong with Duncan. Um, he has this uh, look, kind of like he's been like kicked in the center of the chest, uh, and he staggers and he takes that step back, and then, uh, like he is suspended by strings that were cut, though his legs still keep him standing, he slumps forward. Uh. And you see his form kind of slowly rise as Alicia looks at Duncan, um, and you're, you're, Alex, you're far back now. You can kind of see from a, a bird's eye perspective, as you believe you may in fact also be several, like, 
tense, maybe even a hundred feet in the air. You see Duncan kind of like orient his body in a way that makes it look like he's not used to it. And then he gets very comfortable and very calm. And Elysius in Luke's body begins to let out this horrible howl um, and like attempt to move back. This happening at fucking exercised me. <laughs> 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 you essentially exercised this me from that happening one. at the same time as you see a, uh, a, a, a thin figure uh, move herself over uh, the debris and get over the fire to kind of move herself in between the space where Margaret was or Margaret is, and Alicia was, as Alicia now kind of starts to cower. That happening at the same time, it shifts something within Duncan's body. And Duncan looks at the wolf, looks at the producer, because uh, it is in fact Yvonne, and immediately goes on the attack, uh, specifically at Yvonne. Alicia herself, uh, has begun not just spreading the fire, but catching some of it. Um, that fire extinguisher does work to the extent that it'll get you close enough to kind of get you in the area, Maher, but it's not enough, at least not until a couple other safety people get over here. Being around this fire is extremely dangerous as well because that generator still seems to have fuel in it and with the uh, the way that it's turned over, the more fuel it lets out, the more that fire kind of catches. Yeah, I have personal experience with this. Yeah. Um, you don't know exactly how much of capacity it has to explode, but if it spews any sort of fuel anywhere at any point, um, you're likely to get caught on fire yourself. That's fine. Huh? Not to mention everyone else that's in the vicinity of this. I'm in Willard's body. I'm trying to figure out in this situation exactly how much uh, force this producer would put out because I believe the actual first instinct is go on the defensive and then get Margaret out of there. Were you just gonna, uh, was Mahar just gonna do fire control? Yeah, because I was trying to make sure we got as few people as possible. Around. Yeah. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Well, and I'm trying not to panic because, you know, Margaret got crunched. Yeah, crunched. We panic and I'm not later. A simp. We panic later. Listen, if she dies, she dies. Again. Again. It is what it is. People don't think it is how it is. What it do? Um, knowing what I know about this character, knowing what I know about Duncan, what is Duncan's plus two tough? Are you kicking some ass? Yes. That's a plus three. If you're chai fending someone, it's minus one. This is definitely a kick some ass. Hers is probably a protect someone. So it's a plus three against a plus two. I'm going to roll for Duncan. I would like to use whatever dice you usually use for him. It's a 12 for protect someone. And then that's an eight for kick some ass. Duncan can do a considerable amount of damage, right? Yes. Um, what this looks like, uh, Alex, from your perspective, and I, I don't know if you do anything in the reaction of, like, you're, in fact, like, maybe a hundred feet up in the air and several hundred feet back. First thing I felt, what the hell is going on? I'm gonna try to see if I can get back. Yes. 
I can have, um, Alex, if you want to, you can roll a, uh, a plus weird. Since you I, are out, you are now in your say, own, like, I'm my own spirit. Stats. Yeah, your own, you're your own spirit now. Even though, you know, technically your powers are still being used. Hmm, okay. Uh, let me see. Fourteen. Fourteen. You've seen, you've seen ghost movies before. Not only that, but you have a strange kind of sense of deja vu. I'm um, not dead. You're not, you're not dead. You are outside of any physical body, but you don't feel incomplete. You, you get the sense like you'd probably prefer being in a physical body, um, but you exist and you, you float above this entire space and you recognize that this is not your traditional out-of-body experience. This is probably the closest you've ever come to one. Um, you also recognize that as you are floating up and looking around at everything, you can see every pathway you've ever made. And you can see pathways that you haven't touched before. Um, ones that are in places that are not just unfamiliar to you, but places you haven't been. And you also see, if you look up, when you, when you cast your vision up past Los Angeles, there is a, in the middle of what you can only assume to be the rest of the United States, away from the sea. God, I went high it's, up. It, it's, it's not just the city, it's trees that overlay themselves on top of, like, over top of buildings, like a smoke screen. And these, these trees, they're massive and magnificent and beautiful. And as you look out and as you look over, the more you focus in on it and the more you put your eyes towards it, the stronger that image comes in to the point where if you had to squint, you would have to start looking for those buildings and those skylines rather than what appears to be a beautiful decades untouched Appalachian forest. My question to you is, do you continue to look, or do you look anywhere else? I'd say he's actually going to continue to look. I'm going to say sense. he kind of forgot for a moment what's going on. And it, it makes sense. Um, as you look in, the, the noise of Los Angeles and the noise of everything that was going on, because you're no longer focusing on what's going on down there, so you don't see... Um, Duncan attack uh, what just looks to be a regular person Whatever that is. Um, and take a brutal like brutal bite into them and in return as this you know bleeding woman takes that hit and regards it like nothing happened and just kind of grits her teeth and takes her hands at the, sharper than they should be and takes the body of Duncan takes his arms and drives him into the ground. Uh, Duncan, if you could mark three harm for me. And uh, don't put unstable just yet. This kid, Duncan, don't feel this. But as you, you don't focus on that and yes, you don't notice the, the yes. massive, the, the howl that comes from Alicia and the snarls and spitting that Duncan is making as he kind of like scratches into the ground, 
That doesn't matter to Alex right now. You Don't care about look into, any of that. You look into the center of this forest, and the silence that comes from these trees starts to deafen the air around you. You can't hear the, the whistling of the wind that you could before. Um, it's harder to hear birds um, in any scenario, you know, in, in this large city, but you can't hear cars. You can't hear people yelling. You can't hear talking. And then, dialing in, you realize you're looking at forest. You can't hear anything. And this isn't the anything of your going deaf. This is the anything of you're looking at something that usually has that beautiful ambient noise of bugs or so there's no ambience at all. trees. There's no ambience at all. Maybe if you really focus, there would be the rustle of leaves. But like I said, that wind isn't coming in anymore. And you can't even feel wind if there was. So you look down and this this pulsing kind of silence starts to come in until until you realize that you're listening in on only the forest and you can't hear anything else around you. And it's in that moment and in that time that you hear somebody, uh, a man's voice, urgent, loud, um, pleading for help within that forest, but um, it, the forest is too dense from this uh, area, you can't, you can't quite see it. Uh, how does Alex react to this? Especially since at this point now, although you were aware that there were buildings and like cities and everything like that. He's going to, I guess, both yell to them and see if he can at least try to move towards it. So, um, roll me one or more plus weird. Oh yeah, this is a weird day. This is not a weird for what you see. Fifteen. You I'm a god. live in blissful, magical ignorance of the fact that you almost got trapped in this area and in this mindset. So when you move in and you move forward, you do it with the full knowledge that, well, you know your way back. You've made so many hidden pathways in the past. What's another one? Yeah. Um, so you move in and you move towards this forest and it, it smells like real trees. It feels like real grass. And you look for this guy um, and you, even though it's hard to feel things, because I mentioned you not being able to feel the wind, yeah. um, it, the, the closer you get, the easier it is to feel that weightedness. You still don't feel like you quite have a body, but you at least have consciousness and some, some senses. It is a terrible thing when somebody wants to help and as a result of wanting to help gets hurt themselves. So when you move in and you, you don't see a human figure, it's, it's got a kind of a, a pale pinkish color to its skin. Um, it's about the size of a human maybe um, if a human was walking on all fours backwards, um, but that's about where the similarities stop. There are those jointed limbs. It, it looks almost more like a four-legged spider. A smooth, kind of like hairless spider with this strange open mouth that it doesn't see you. 
it doesn't recognize that you're there and maybe this is the only reason why you can see it right now because it reels back and then kind of moves forward as if to do something and it lets out another one of those very human-like screams as it kind of just does that and then uses its four legs to reposition itself in another direction and call out. It's looking for prey. And uh, it takes some time to do that, but then eventually it stops that yelling when it realizes that, as far as it knows, it hasn't found anything here. And it takes its four legs, it moves over kind of staggeredly, as you can see, like, the veins and the arteries underneath its skin, a pulse. The, this thing looks like it has blood vessels the size of your forearm. And it casts aside a little bit of underbrush that previously had looked like uh, just regular grass and leaves to reveal a giant hole that it then dives itself down into in an instant. And it, uh, it brushes up some of that underbrush before. It doesn't cover it as well, but it is gone. I need you to roll a, well, it's going to depend on what you do next because your grip on this world, because you know how to get back, is not very stable. This is done kind of on purpose. Um, if you had wanted to investigate something to the fullest extent that you could, you kind of have to give up a certain level of safety. It's one of the reasons why I had Joanne give Duncan the option to remove the protections in his brain. Removing the protections is usually the only way to figure out the more minute details of things, but also to give you more of an opportunity to explore. This exploration comes with a cost. On the flip side of that, you're able to see some of this place, some of this area, some of the things that are into it, um, but you don't have a choice for when you leave. You have the choice to leave, but you can feel your kind of your grip on what you're looking at and what you're around uh, start to shake and crumble. Um, in fact, I would say there are certain like street signs and maybe like the small sound of a car that you can hear coming in uh, as you realize that whatever you are looking at is beginning to withdraw. Well, I don't suppose I can go any further. It depends on what your definition of go any further means. You have maybe one solid action left before really it's it, it's going to be gone. The longer you're here, the more you realize that there are more stars in the sky than you had noticed back when you were still looking at buildings and street lamps. Um, despite the fact that it is daylight, so I'm trying to figure out where this is exactly. Where this is exactly? Yeah. Are you looking for where you are in Los Angeles? Or in relation to Los Angeles? Yeah, I would imagine that maybe there's like either some sort of landmark or something. or It's difficult to... Odds or even? Uh, even. Your lucky day. Um... So the best way to do that is to actually let this place go. 
if you stay where you are and you let your hold on this world vanish, yeah. um, in exchange for willingly putting yourself back into safety um, and not pushing your luck, which is essentially what that would have been, yeah. you are rewarded with uh, street names. Um, you are a little bit outside of Los Angeles, but you're near a, it looks like a, a kind of a condominium out in uh, definitely still the city, but less crowded area of town. It looks like it may have uh, may have been near, maybe not a condominium specifically, maybe like a, a fancy studio apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, that's currently near uh, some some housing that's labeled as temporary. Specifically, the type of housing that's only in for maybe like six months, a year, two years max for people that travel, stay for a little while and leave. Potentially actors or directors. And you get that, but that's really all you get because no one that would be in those places is there now. Yeah. It's just, it's just a building. Nothing is just a building. Uh, Luke and Duncan, who are currently in Alex and Elizabeth's bodies, uh, good job with mitigating the more supernatural aspects of this situation. Um, unfortunately, due to the nature of what's going on with, uh, you don't know who's in Duncan's body right now. You don't know what's in Duncan's body right now. All you know is Yvonne, who had been talking to you previously, took the one arm that wasn't currently getting a, uh, a Duncan mouth-sized chunk taken out of it, took it and kind of wrenched Duncan by his arm and his head and drove him into the ground. Which also, I would say it's long enough now, probably does give uh, Margaret enough time to actually wake up. Because she was down, but this has all happened in the span of maybe half a minute, a minute at most. So she's able to not get up, but wake up. Um, you know, like the concept of like not unconscious, still prone. But uh, that's everything that you both see. It also appears like Alicia appears to be uh, attempting an escape. Um, she has not been able to transform into any sort of human form and I'm gonna go ahead and say that this would be the most um, accurate time. How well can she leave? Oh, this is bad. Very. Um, uh, that's, a good, that's some good escaping, bud. Okay, alright. Maher, Luke, and Duncan. Uh, never mind the fact that Duncan's going fucking sicko mode on what Maher assumes is a normie. The situation is, uh, Margaret's beginning to wake back up, but um, the wolf specifically is entering a uh, a space where flight and freeze don't work, which really only leaves one option, despite the fact that uh, Alicia herself is going to feel awful. Um, She is going to attempt to start biting and kicking her way out. Um, especially since she's entering into more of that animal mind space of the fire is hurting me. I don't know how or why exactly I'm being hurt. All I know is I'm freaking out, and whoever is closest is going to start getting got. Alternatively, she could cause more damage and put more harm on herself, which I have Alicia's character sheet, so I should probably be marking that down. 
one I'd be marking that on Luke's paper. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, mark me two horn. Allie. Uh, Alex and Alicia, uh, the, the bodies of Luke and Duncan, basically. You guys are far away. Um, you managed to do a long-range kind of uh, magic, but uh, what that means is you're not immediately in the action. Fortunately, you're not immediately in the action. Mahara, roll again to try and get this fire taken care of because you're running out of fuel. What's it going to be plus? Uh, I'll say plus two. <laughs> cool. Alright, you want to do... Uh, no, there, you don't have the advance, do you? No. No? Okay. Mm, best case scenario I can give you is I can get you to prevent yourself from getting on fire uh, and I can get you to maybe get the fire at least a little bit cut away from everyone else. It's still going to go, but that'll give enough of an opening uh, for people to get out of here. Um... shit that's a 10 flat roll thank god because um that one fell off the paper she really well with no fuck you she's got uh margaret's got the fucking um use weird instead of tough to kick some ass but what that means <laughs> is anything else that would naturally require tough um such as you know just basic constitution um is a fucking zero well i thought margaret was sharp and from well re regardless this was a roll that would naturally rely on tough that wasn't kick some ass. <laughs> so that would have meant that she would have to use her zero. Um, but that's a uh, flat 10 on the dice. Um, Luke, or not Luke. Um, she's so optimized. Michael, I think she's not as cool. Body of Duncan. Let's have a strength contest. No. Meanwhile, um, uh, Margaret herself is going to get up and kind of, uh, eh, eh, she's going to get out of the way. I'm not going to say she's in tip-top condition, but she's going to get out of is this kick some ass? Yes. What do we got? Nine. Oh, it's a nine versus a nine. So you guys are going to be able to do, I think, equal harm on each other. Duncan, for what it's worth, I'll say he probably is able to kind of wrench out, <coughs> of, that, uh, out of that position. Ooh, this could be fun. I'm going to say Yvonne doesn't try to put any harm out on Duncan despite... Uh, what he's doing, but she's got that good hold on him. He's got that good grip. Um, good enough to wear, and this is probably something Maher can hear. Yvonne can definitely hear, um, it, since you guys are the ones that are in their right minds. Um, Duncan makes a sound with his arm that kind of sounds like a joint popping out of place. Ew. Um, and then he whips himself around, uh, and he, he gets his claws, and he manages to get uh, Yvonne completely across the face. And uh, knock uh, knock her off of him, and Duncan is oh, whatever is in Duncan right now is going to oh mm. hey Doug, how's your evens? Evens. That's cocked. No one. It's literally cocked. It, it was, was, it was so sideways it like was this. Two. The side was up on the top. You. Okay, it's still evens anyways. Lucky, lucky everyone this time around. Um, you all Duncan is also going to take use of that opening that was created, and he is going to uh, sprint off in the distance 
far away from the fire, um, away from the direction that Margaret was headed, go up to, I'd say, a chain link fence by one of the sets by the trailer, climb up it, uh, throw himself over it, and then disappear uh, into the streets. And for the most part, uh, Luke's body, uh, even though it is in wolf form, is uh, also going to try and, I'd say, leave and hide itself, although it is no longer in a more feral state. Um, and I'm going to say that's going to be enough for um, uh, Luke's body to move over and potentially untransform in a, a place that is safer. Um, a bunch of other different uh, set helpers um, with more uh, advanced uh, I'd say fire extinguishers, safety things, uh, s stuff like that. Um, I'd say even probably, uh, probably what this looks like is a bunch of people like that are actually supposed to help with something like that got alerted and got called over and are now helping out where uh, where you Maher had um, started to bring that fire down. And then in addition to that, there's Olivia just kind of keeping other people that aren't supposed to be um, around something this dangerous back and telling them to just kind of like fuck off for a little bit as, you know, not super politely, but with polite language. She's got a very school principal kind of demeanor and voice about her, um, which works super well for all of these insecure theater majors. Man, really projecting that. <laughs> Things clear out a little bit. Um, they get the fire out, they get the generator secured, and they, um, I don't know if they empty it out of all of its fuel, or they just kind of stabilize the situation, but things calm down. There's some talk, I'd say a couple of you guys can hear, um, about the fact that, uh, just a couple days ago, their set medic, uh, just kind of didn't want to be on set anymore, and and the fact that uh, they heard someone had gotten hurt, somebody that nobody could recognize because everybody was like, does anyone know who that was? Does anyone, has anyone seen her before? Bunch of shrugs. They said most likely the nearest uh, hospital is probably the one where they took, uh, probably the one where they took Mara. If I remember correctly, it's Mara Miller, um, which is one of the... Uh, the more well-known actresses on the show. But that's about what everyone can gather without doing any deeper uh, role worth uh, investigations or moves. Yvonne's also probably going to need to go to the uh, hospital, but right now she's just kind of like, not, like she's phased by the fact that there's cuts on her face but she's also trying to keep things under control. Uh, Alex. Oh. Um. What the fuck am I gonna do? I have no idea. Fix it, fuckface! You're in a street right. outside of Los Angeles. What's it like not feeling any con- like, not feeling the concept of gravity on you? It's amazing. I can fly. That's fair. I can fly, and I don't gotta worry about no damn bird or bug flying into my eyes. Um, but luckily, I know that a lot of people that I associate with are magically inclined, so maybe one of them can see me. Maybe. No. Duncan could probably see you. Yeah, maybe he's back in his body. But um, if we want to take a break and eat, we can. 